Well, the fact of the matter is, we got accused of going woke. Woke. A, woke. A few videos ago, we did a video and we got accused of going woke, being a yoga maddish, and we're addressing that today. Hey folks, we're talking about growing your own food, but we're gonna we're gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent today because we had a customer call us out about going woke. I've not heard that. You don't even know what woke is. No. I had to explain to her before the show here what woke is. I'm not in the That's how woke we are. She didn't even know what woke <laughs> is. Uh, <clears throat> we did a video here a while back on microgreens and, uh, and somebody commented and called us out being woke, being uh, said we'd probably start selling yoga mats. And we're going to address that day and we're going to defend we're going to defend our honor and integrity on our reason why you should grow microgreens okay. and we got it all spelled out so you got to watch this first of all we got to talk about gardening because we're all about growing your own food and we got some wonderful things growing in the garden top pick pink eye right although not necessarily after maggie Jane goes through all the peas. They're not top pick anymore. They some of them bottom pick. Bottom, some of them's bottom pick. She dug a hole in that and peas that Mom Hall fell in. Fell in, busted. I just face planted, not once but twice because oh. I was avoiding that hole and she dug another one. It could have been disastrous. But aren't they gorgeous? So you pick them when they're pink, or when they're turning pink and there's a distinct little when you pop them off that vine the holes is kind of pliable can you feel that yeah versus let me find one that ain't quite as ready easy to shield versus that yeah it's kind of rubbery yeah so this one's not quite mature right this one's perfect so you just run through there, not maybe quite as easy to shell as a zipper, but right there close to it. Show them folks what that looks like right there. This is what we've been enjoying for the last yeah. few days. So I've been, we've cooked quite a few messes on. Messes, what's a mess? Enough for us to eat. A serving? No, like four servings for you. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> um, I've canned probably about 15 quarts, about six pints. Here's some that I canned. That's gonna be so good. Just pop that open, warm it up. Put your little meat in there. You don't even need meat. No, we, some... did, we did put some pork in some of ours. Yeah, that was cooking it fresh. Um, a little bacon grease. Oh yeah. Ooh, cornbread. Yep. And we got some radishes growing. Radishes. These were planted October the 7th. 24 days old. And they're the yellow variety. <laughs> yellow variety. <laughs> it has yellow something in its name and I can't remember. I had a brain cramp here. It's not white, it's a nice white flesh here. Now these actually probably could have been harvested a little bit before you did there because they started to split just a little bit. That's 24 days from plant, direct seed and plant to harvest there. That's pretty cool. And if you, you know, we're, we're not large radish eaters, but I do like them in a salad. And th this variety is a little bit milder. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
Not quite as spicy. It is mild. Mm-hmm. Has a smooth yep. flavor going down. Yep. Put that in your salads, maybe even your microgreen salad. Tacos. <clears throat> you know, a lot of people put it in their tacos. Tacos, yep. Yep. When Miss Francis makes tacos. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we got all sorts of things growing. We're going to look like we're going to have a little cold weather a little earlier this year than we normally do. We're talking about some cooler weather this weekend. So <clears throat> it may be one of those years where we have some cold weather, and that's okay. I'm sweating. It. You people out there that got your strawberries in, strawberries are pretty dead gum resilient. They'll be okay. I think you'll be fine. Plant them, water them, love them, talk to them, and I think they'll be okay. If it was, you way up north, it was get a hard, hard cold spell. Just put them inside and wait a couple of days to get some warm weather and plant them. They're going to root in fairly quick and they're going to be very resilient to cold weather. And if you have planted them, just throw you a couple of inches of mulch on top. If it gets cold, cold. I don't think in the 40s is going to hurt them by no means. Mm -hmm. So We might have a frost here. Yep, we may have. And I'm sweating it out because my roselle has just started blooming. And if I lose all that roselle, I'm going to be sick. Hmm. Every year we follow the Rose the Roselle saga. I know all I need is one more week. One Just more one week. One more week. One more week. Yep. All right, folks. So we're gonna get into it. Knee deep here. Are we woke or are we going broke? No, just kidding. We, <laughs> we're we're not either one. I hope. So the problem is a lot of people view certain things. They have. They have visions of certain things in a judgment way. One of the things, and I'm not going to get into any political things, here's electric vehicles. If you purchase an electric vehicle, a lot of people think that you have particular political views. And uh, that may be, I don't know. I know one thing. I don't care if you buy an electric vehicle. I'm not going to judge you if you buy an electric vehicle. I honestly don't care. I personally don't want or one. Or solar. Or solar. I, I actually have been looking into solar a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. Uh, ever since we was over in the Netherlands, because they got solar everywhere there. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not one to. If you want to buy an electric truck or whatever, it's okay. I'm, I could care less. I don't want one personally, but that's up to you. I do have electric forklift in the back. I wouldn't take nothing for. So they are applications. I think it works fine. And our electric forklift, we actually got two of them, and I love them to death. We used to have electric golf cart. Yeah. So anyway, so my all that point is, is sometimes when we talk about food things, people get ideas that we may have certain political agendas based upon other factors there and evidently that was the case when we started talking about microgreens right is it a fad is it just all high is it a foodie type thing is it just a popular thing that's going to go by the wayside right but we've been doing it for two years now if not three i think probably three years um the fact of the matter is it's a viable food source and we're going to explain that today and not only explain it, but we're going to prove it. How about that? Yeah. All right. So why would you want to grow microgreens? Food sustainability. Food sustainability. Yep. Freshness. Food safety. You grow these yourself and they're clean because we can grow them indoors and they're safe. You don't have to worry about uh, harmful bacteria on there and things like that. Safe, you can you can eat them whenever you want to cut them. Uh, so you imagine going out there and actually cutting you some out and go make yourself salad. We've done that several mm -hmm. times. The nutrient value on this is 40 times that of a full-grown vegetable. 
So most salads, although we love salads, most salads, lettuce don't have a lot of nutrient value because it's so full of water. These microgreens here are packed full of nutrients. And especially when we get into some of these colored ones, they have a lot more nutrients than the others do. But if you want to look up and see how healthy these things are for you, you can do that, Google it, and it'll show you real quick, and you'll be astonished about what the health benefits of eating microgreens are. And last of all, they're good. They're good. And <clears throat> regardless of what climate you live in, whether you're down in the south and it's too hot to grow stuff outside, or you up north and it's too cold to grow stuff outside, grow these inside and it takes up no more space than this tray here. So anybody can do it and have fresh, sustainable greens year-round. I've talked to some people that's doing the school garden thing and they've started switching over to the microgreens for the kids and the reason is they can do it quick, mm -hmm. they can control the environment. Imagine if you're trying to do a school project and it rains for seven days or four days. You can't control that. So they can do this inside at any given time and they can learn all about growing things. And then we all have short attention spans, including kids. So in a matter of seven to 10 days from the time you planted the seed, you can be enjoying harvest. So it's a great benefit from there. If you live in an apartment, you live in a townhouse or you live on an acre lot or you live on a hundred acres it doesn't matter you can do this right here it's only it only takes just a little bit of room now most of you guys out there are like us your seed starters you've already got the equipment or grow light or whatever to grow your vegetables for the springtime if you don't then definitely check into that that's something that everybody needs to have is to be able to start your own seeds and grow them. We've got grow light kits. <clears throat> There's a lot of them out there on the market. If you've got that, then you've got everything you need with the exception of just very, very little to do this right here. So it's not a huge investment. Now let's talk about height. Let's talk about fads. Okay. Bread machines. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been guilty of buying the bread machines. Yes. We bought us a bread machine years ago and we went hog wild on baking bread for 30 days. Yeah. Every day, just about, we bake we bread. We did. Well, we, we gained a few pounds. Gained a few pounds, but we eat bread. Every, we put butter on it, syrup on it, jelly on it, every way you could imagine to eat homemade bread. And it was delicious. But the fact of the matter is, after about a month or six weeks, you put that bread machine up in the closet and you never think about it no more. Till you, you have a yard sale. Then you have a yard sale <laughs> and you're selling your bread machine. And a lot of people will equip that to microgreens. And I could see where that could happen, but the fact of the matter is you've already got a piece of equipment there that you can use for seed starting, you could use for growing lettuce indoors, and you can also use it for growing microgreens indoors. So the investment beyond the light kit to grow these microgreens is almost nothing. Mm -hmm. So. And if you <clears> have <throat> to go buy one of those trays in the store, it's like $10. So there might be a little investment up front, but it's things you can reuse over and over again. Yep. If you bought, if you bought this right here in the store, it'd be thirty-five, forty dollars. You think so? Because mm -hmm. wow. each one of these would be mm -hmm. one of those clamshells. Right. And we ate at a fancy restaurant the other night that had some of these uh, in yeah. there. Yeah, and some soup. And some soup. Yeah, yeah. So they are delicious. I love to eat them in salads. Now, I would tell you before you go hog wild into microgreens, grow you a few out, make sure you enjoy the texture and the salad part of it and eat them. 
And if you do, therefore you can go hog wild at it. But I would test it and make sure. The texture may possibly throw some of you off. I personally, myself, I would rather have this over lettuce mm -hmm. because it has more complex flavors well, and, and texture to it. It's good added in, top your salad off with it. It's good as a replacement for lettuce in your sandwiches. We've stir fried some. I've seen people put it on as pizza toppings. Mm -hmm. There's just so many different ways. We put it in our breakfast omelets there for a while. Right, right. Um, so you can just kind of throw in that extra nutrition into pretty much anything you cook. So let's talk about what you need okay. to grow microgreens. Of course, we know you got to have some kind of a light kit. Whether it be a hang and grow light kit or one of our kitchen. Some artificial light. Artificial light, unless you grow them in the greenhouse, which I would not recommend growing microgreens outside because the weather varies in there. An ideal temperature to grow these microgreens is what your room temperature is, which is about 72 degrees. Be perfect for these right here. They germinate well in that temperature, they grow out well in there, and you don't have anything to worry about. You don't have to worry about extreme heats and all that. So that's the reason I recommend growing them inside. All right, so let's go out on limb here and take take for consideration you've already got the light kit. What do you need beyond that? Well, the reality is you need very, very little because microgreens don't take any fertilizer. They grow out of the energy of that seed. So whatever that seed is packs enough energy to grow out this microgreen so you can cut it and enjoy it. None of this right here you see has been fertilized. You're, you're consuming all that energy that is in that seed there, so we need no fertilizer. The only thing we need is a medium seed in a container. Those three things. And Now you can, well, we're assuming they got lights. Okay. <clears throat> you can get fancy and get you a watering can because you're going to need something like this right here, but you probably got something like this right there. What about a fan for airflow? Fan's important, not a necessity, but it is important. All right, so what we've got here, let me see if I can get all my does together. <clears throat> what we sell is a 1020 microgreen tray. This 1020 microgreen tray is specifically designed for microgreens, and you can see there the holes are in it there. And the reason it is designed for microgreens is because it is shallow there. So you can harvest a lot more of the microgreens right there. Where in these containers, and these are just seed start containers right here, folks, that we grew them in. This is Sugar Prince P right here. That just goes to show you could do it in anything. I mean, if you got some old pans laying around the house, you can do it in that theoretically. So, yeah, any plastic containers. Right. So that's what this is right here. This is a little seed starting tray we sell here. We got these growing in it. Now, it has drainage holes. It has drainage holes in it. The key there is drainage holes. The problem with these is they hold more, more soil than you need. So right. you're going to be possibly wasting some soil there. And you can't reuse that soil. This is what the commercial people use right here, and this is what I use right here. We sell these with and without holes. So you would take the one without the holes, which is the one I got right here, and you would set this one down in that. Now let's talk about media a little bit. Now there's several different ways you could do this. One of the best ways is to use a seed start mix. Now this is a regular seed start mix. I wouldn't recommend using a fortified seed start mix. We have our Hoss Premium seed start mix and it is fortified with some minerals and fertilizers you just don't need that a simple seed start mix will suffice here because you want that to be easy for those plants to push up through that soil right i would probably recommend this over anything else however it's got some drawbacks to it 
The drawbacks to it is it's messy. I know back there in our seed room, we grow a lot of microgreens, especially if I'm back there, folks. I'm a messy type person. I get soil everywhere. So normally what I do is I go outside to my greenhouse and I get them potted up out there and then I bring them back inside. And some of the girls can do it and not make near as much mess as me, but it is messy. Um, it does hold the moisture better than anything else I've found. And as far as quality wise, it's probably gonna grow out as well of a good of a microgreen than anything will. It's a little bit more, I say costly. I don't even know what the cost of this is for this right here, but it's not. It's, pennies of what it would cost for soil in this right here because you're just putting a shallow shallow amount of it in there and then we have these trays right here now we do not sell these trays we may be getting some in we're actually working on a deal to get some of these this is a five by five oh, microgreen cute. tray and uh, these are perfect for people that want to grow just a little bit Oh, a bunch of different kinds, a bunch of different kinds there <clears throat> we're actually looking at these they make these in a 10 by 10 also so you could put four 10 by 10s or you could put eight of these five by fives in this right here and you grow a small house now here's a product right here that i've been doing some work with and folks we don't sell this at the time we may sell it next year i'm not sure yet i've done some testing with it works pretty good you can buy this off amazon <clears throat> and this comes in five by five and 10 by 10 little cuts right here and this is a hemp fiber this made specific to grow microgreens is it's got a white back into it and you just put it down like that right there hmm. now what i do like about this it's not messy it's not messy it's easy uh it works pretty good the only drawback that i've seen with this right here is it takes more moisture so it's not near as thick as what the soil holding capacity is and it don't it's hold not moisture. as forgiving it's not as forgiving you're gonna have to water it a little more often there Besides that, I really like it a lot because it's not messy. And plus, you can store so many in a little bitty pack. Let's see how many is in here. There's 40 in this little pack here. I forgot what this costs, but it's not very much. So you got 40 of these little packs. And if you want to go with a 10 by 20, I got some actually over here that's 10 by 20. You can buy them to fit this 10 by 20 tray right here. So you would take it like that, take your water can, and you would just wet it real good. And once you wet it real good, the whole sports are pretty good, but it's not near as good as soil. Then you would just plant your seeds, and I'm going to do that in just a second. I'm planting some broccoli. If I can get it open. Broccoli is one of the most popular microgreens to grow out there. And it has what I would say more of a neutral flavor to it. If you're going to use it for a base, broccoli is a good one. It's not real spicy. It's, uh, it's pretty good. Now you may want to mix you something in there that's more spicier than that, like arugula. But I'm just going to shake a few of those seeds in there. Just a few, if I can get them out of there. They're in a pack. Well, look what I know. They've been putting their packs back there. Ain't that cool? <clears throat> looks like they would tell me sometimes, don't they? Before I make a mess. You're probably the one that told them to do it. You All just right. don't remember it. So I'm just going to shake it. Whoa! Oh, I got way too many out there, but I'm going to spread them around. Never fear. Hold on a minute. <clears throat> and I'm going to show you about the density that I do right here. See the density right there? All right. So then you would take it, water it a little bit more. Take another one, set it on top. Now you could put some weight on there. You don't have to. And you want about once a day, you want to take this off. 
wet it again and put it back. And what you're going to notice in about three days is start going to push that top up. When it starts that, then you want to go in there and pull this one off. Put it underneath some sun at that point, sun, some light at that point. It needs artificial light. It doesn't need any light to germinate, but it needs light once it starts pushing that up when you take that off. And in just a few days, you're going to be enjoying some broccoli microgreens. It's as simple as that. Now, let's talk about the foofy part of it. Is this really expensive to eat? Because it's mostly served in a lot of high-end restaurants. And people may think if you go to somebody's house and you're eating microgreens, that you're eating foo-foo. What you think, Mama? I would have thought that before. All right. So this right here is a small container. It's 14 grams of broccoli microgreens we sell. This is the rate you would use for this 10 by 20 tray here. We've already pre-measured out, and this is the amount of seed you need for this 10 by 20 tray here. This right here sells for $5.99. So for $5.99, you've got enough to do this whole tray. Now, how many microgreens could you get off that whole tray? For enough, how many meals? Uh, for, uh, this whole tray here now. Yeah, this. I was thinking how many of those, because one of those- You could put those, eight of those in here. So eight meals. Eight meals you could possibly get for the two of us off that right there. Well, <clears throat> that's a pretty good little deal, especially if you want to try out broccoli microgreens. But we sell them in larger quantities. And when you start buying these seeds in large quantities, your cost goes down dramatically. So we sell this particular seed, I believe, I know we sell it one pound, I believe five pound and 28 to 25 pound. If you buy a pound of this broccoli microgreen seed from us and you pay $17.50 for that pound, how much is it going to cost you to do a tray? How many trays can you get out of that pound? It's just a trick question. I'm not you don't have a clue, no. do you? No. I need my calculator. So you can get 32 trays wow. out of one pound. For $17, you can get 32. Do you know what your cost per tray is? What? $0.54. Cent. Wow. Now, that's not counting your media because we're going to give the media because that's a very small cost. So, 54 media. cent for eight meals. 54 cent for eight meals of this right here. And then you're eating fresh, nutritious food here. And it's a wonderful way to supplement your family's food source with healthy grains there. It's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Now, I, different seeds are going to be different costs because seeds cost different. But if you buy these seeds in bigger quantities, if you buy them a five pound or 20 pound, your cost is going to go down dramatically from that. And that's the reason you see a lot of people out there in the microgreen business selling these microgreens to their friends and family restaurants because there's money to be made. Yeah, you, when I was reading it, it said be sure to buy the quantity for planting microgreens. Don't buy $3.99 or $1.99 cent pack because it's not feasible. Now, if you just want to try something, and yeah. we got 38 varieties, I believe, and all of them have different flavors and things like that, it's fine to buy you a small pack if you want to try something. Try it, yeah. But to get down so that it's feasible for your family to the cost of 54 cents for a big tray right there, that is a heck of a deal. But you want to buy those larger seed quantities is there. Ours come in Mylar bags. You just simply, this is a Mylar bag, got a Ziploc on it. You just zip it back up, put it in the refrigerator or just lay it out in room temperature and it's going to be fine. That's an extremely uh, good price on a food system right there that you can grow in your house and have complete control over. Mm -hmm. Just keep them growing all the time. Let's taste them. Let's taste them. 
All right, so some of the most popular ones out there is broccoli, black old sunflower, radishes, dun peas, and we're going to taste one today to some of that. Rainbow radish is a real popular one because it has a good little, it's a little bit spicy, mm -hmm. has beautiful color to I it. I've seen where you could do carrots. Car We've got carrot seed on our side. Carrot microgreens? We do. Oh, wow. Red Russian kale is another popular one. But you know the most popular microgreen? Basil. Basil really? is one of the most popular. And I think it's used for seasoning and things. Uh -oh. but, all right, so here we go. Sugar Prince Pea. Now, this is one of my favorites here. Now, Dunn Pea and Sugar Pea Prince Pea is going to be pretty similar before they taste. I like this one right here. I consider this a base mm -hmm. microgreen. Uh -oh. It's got a good crunchy flavor to it there just pops Whoa. now you probably want to mix something in especially if you like things a little bit spicy you want to mix something in with that to kick it up a notch what do we have right here to kick up a notch red mustard red something red frills mustard i go ahead and tell you this is going to be a little spicy mama it's pretty so this is one that I would not eat as a standalone. I would not eat this as a standalone. This is going to be perfect to add to more of those bland ones to kick up the flavor there. Mm. It's got a little kick on the end. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's good though. <laughs> All right. And here. Interesting. We have the Walther microgreens that I just talked the about. Broccoli. I mean, excuse me, the broccoli. Now this is going to be kind of bland. Also, this is going to be your base one. I would consider this what we say a base. Mm. There again, that mix with that would be Tastes like broccoli. Perf yep. That and tastes like mustard. It is mustard. It is a mustard. I know. All right, black oil sunflower. Now I know this is going to be kind of strange to you, this is one of my favorites right here. Easy to grow. Now, <clears throat> we got another video out there. We're going to detail how you grow some of these. That I'm just going to real quick tell you. The small seeds like the broccoli and the things like that, you just sow those in. These bigger seeds, as the peas and the sunflowers, you have to soak for 10 to 12 hours. But no big deal. <clears throat> Sunflower has a little bit of a nutty flavor to it. It needs to be mixed in. It needs too. to be mixed in. That would be our base right there. Mm -hmm. All right, and here we go. Green yeah. fennel. Now I've never tried this one before. As you can see, they still got some of the hulls on the top side of it. You can let it grow another day or two and shed them hulls out. For the sake of the show, though, we're just going to have to pick ours out. Pick the hull out of that right there. I don't have a clue how this is going to taste. I would say. This would be something you don't want to use sparingly because it has going to have a pretty intense flavor to it. Mm. Oh man, that is. That is really good. That's intense there. That would be good to season something up with. Mm. And that's fennel? That's fennel. Whoa, on the end, is it fennel? Tastes like licorice, doesn't it? It does. Mm -hmm. Almost a lemony though. It does. It's really kind of sweet. Awesome. All different kind of things you can play with. I even grew, and we got them on the we got them on the website. We got some uh, red panda mm -hmm. sorrel on there. That's really hard to grow for a microgram, but you told me a very flavorful something. Of this beautiful. 
And corn? Corn. We've grown popcorn before. You can mm -hmm. grow popcorn. It has a sweet flavor to it. Pretty much any of the brassicas. Cauliflower, kohlrabi, spinach, Swiss chard, cabbage, even celery. Mm-hmm. Sure do. We have celery on there as well. So just imagine what all you could do with that. Don't be afraid to mix them up because I think they probably add better to a mix there than they do by themselves on some of them. Now, on some of them, like the fennel there, it definitely, I could see using just a little bit of that in the dish to kick something up, like some, some type of meat or something like that. There we have it, folks, there. Try microgreens. We got another video out there going more in depth on how you grow them. But the fact of the matter is we're not woke. Oh, we're, not we're not woke. We're just trying to give you options of growing your own food at a very reasonable rate there. Now, do we have a growing guide for microgreens? I think we do. I think we do. If not, we've got some videos out there showing uh, I think we do have a growing guide. And also on our website, microgreens has its own little category. So. And we'll talk more about this on another show over here, edible flowers. Mm. Coming soon. Coming soon. We actually got it on the website. Really? Yep. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be growing and eating. We'll be eating really foo-foo then. We'll be we? really foo-foo then. I have to come up with yep. another word. Yep. All right, folks. It's getting to wintertime there. We thought we'd show you ways you could eat during the wintertime there as well. Of course, we know we love to grow things like mustard and collards and all that. Those are the staples for us people that like to grow on food. But reach out there and try a little something different here. Not a huge investment and a big payout there. Okay. You ready for Garden Spotlight? Garden Spotlight. I was getting into shelling my peas. You were. I love shelling peas. I tried to talk you into doing some last week. Didn't go over well, did it? It did not go over well. Yeah. All right, Garden Spotlight. It's a little blurry there. We'll throw up the pictures. All right. These are from Scott Stone. It's his Fall Garden in Lubbard. Lumberton, North Carolina. When I looked up his zip code, it said zones 8A7B. He says, I enjoy watching y'all's videos so much. I'm from Southeast North Carolina. I grew up farming, have missed it over the years. This year's spring and fall seasons is one of my best years yet. Thank you guys for the information you share on your social platforms. Now it's time to fry some fat bag and get these turnip greens and mustard greens to making some pot liquor. Pot liquor is what his grandpa called mm -hmm. it. Lord, he got some pretty cabbage there. He He's does. got some pretty greens. Yeah, my main view is there. Yep. We got our greens coming along. Mine's not that far along yet. We're growing ours out. Maybe have a good crop by Thanksgiving. You've got Savannah mustard already ready. Right. Maybe this little cold spell yep. after yep. it comes on yep. it. It'll be just right. Last week, after I had a little problem with the old goat, we uh, the old goat got injured. The old goat got injured, but he's on the set somewhere. And if you find the yeah. old goat, now you're gonna have to look close this time, yeah, because he's uh, he's having to recuperate, he's having to recuperate. But if you find the old goat in the comments below, put where you found the old goat, and next week we'll have a drawing for this week's winner. Now, we're gonna do a drawing today for last week's winner. Mm -hmm. And last week's winner is Roger Franks. There you go, Roger. Send us your shipping information, Roger, to I, think I just did a strawberry order for him. 
And Roger, you will be sent a cozy pair of these Hall Skit Dirty Socks. You'll be the envious of your neighborhood. You'll be envious everywhere you go. I would prefer to wear these with some shorts. <laughs> so you can see them. So you can see them. I think, Roger, that's the way you need to, you need to wear your shorts with your Hall Skit Dirty Send us a picture. Send us a picture of that right there. All right, folks, thank you for joining us. We've hoped you've enlightened us a little bit today, and we hope you understand we are not woke. <laughs> you want to talk about onions? Oh, onions. Yeah, we got onions. Oh, we're looking at probably the middle of November. Uh, we'll be getting onions in between 10th and 15th, somewhere there. We'll be getting onions to get them shipped out. If you ain't ordered your onions, get them done yet. Uh, if you have ordered them, <clears throat> hold on. They're going to be, be coming to you. Yep. Everybody gets antsy about planting their onions. You don't need to plant your onions before November, the middle of November anyway. So we're going to get them to you in plenty of time. Got a good crop. Talked to our girl the other day. He said they was looking wonderful. So get those onions ordered. Talk to your neighbors, your friends, and your, everybody. Tell them they got to get the orders in. Uh, order onion in. How about that? All right. Thank y'all for joining us. Now it's time for you to get outside and get dirty. Mm -hmm.